The closest thing the trio had to a shelter was a mound of fishing gear. They dug in under boys and rope and huddled together, hooking their limbs around slimy netting so the big waves didn't pitch them across the deck. Ten-year-old Lee and Sharma had the warm spot in the middle, propped against his twin Daniel, with his face nestling the broad back of twelve-year-old Fu Ning. Leon had one eye open and there was enough light for him to see the angry red mosquito bites on Ning's neck and her pale blue training shirt stained with grass, blood and rust-coloured Australian dirt. Before basic training, Leon wouldn't have been able to sleep on a wooden deck with freezing Atlantic water sloshing about, but the instructors kept trainees in a near-permanent state of exhaustion and his body had conditioned itself to take whatever sleep was on offer. But pain had woken him up before the others. He had lost his footing and crashed into a bush on a speed march the previous day. A thorn had driven beneath his thumbnail, splicing it down the middle and leaving a throbbing, bloody mess at the tip of his right thumb. It was the newest and most painful of two dozen cuts, scabs and blisters on Leon's body, but an even greater torment came from a growling stomach. The fall meant he had missed his target time for the march, and Instructor Speaks had thrown his dinner on the fire as punishment. Tantalisingly, Leon had food within reach. Trainees weren't supposed to carry food, but Leon knew Ning had a secret stash of biscuits in her pack. He'd seen her swipe them from the hostess's trolley on their plane back from Australia a few days earlier. Ning had hooked the straps of her backpack around her ankles to stop it getting washed away. As a mini-wave swept the deck and sploshed through the mound of ropes, Leon reached towards the zip on Ning's pack. It was a risky move. Ning was two years older and a champion boxer who could easily batter Leon if he pissed her off. Despite the throb of the trawler's propeller shaft and the sounds of wind and water, the click of each zip tooth felt like a gun going off. Once he had an opening big enough for his hand, Leon felt blindly inside Ning's pack. He burrowed past underwear, which had been hand-washed but packed before fully dry. Grains of sand stuck to his arm as he went deeper, feeling the smooth handle of Ning's hunting knife, then at the very bottom, pairs of shortcake biscuits in plastic wrapping. As Leon pulled up shortbread, his palm touched a larger packet. It was rectangular, with the biscuits sitting in a plastic tray and a spongy feel when he pushed down. It had to be Jaffa Cakes. Saliva flushed Leon's mouth as he anticipated the tang of orange and chocolate melting against his tongue. As a small wave washed over the deck, he pulled out the little package and ripped it open with his teeth. Leon hadn't eaten in eighteen hours and stifled a satisfied groan as he crammed a spongy biscuit into his mouth whole. So good. He practically inhaled the second, but as the third Jaffa cake neared Leon's mouth, a hand touched his shoulder, making him jump. You just going to scoff them all yourself? Leon's twin, Daniel, asked quietly. Leon turned to face his brother and spoke in a whisper. You got dinner last night. I'm starving. I'll tell Ning, Daniel threatened as he aimed his pointing finger at her back. She'll crack you like an egg. Leon knew his brother wouldn't really grasp, but this knowledge also reminded him of his bond with his twin. He pulled the biscuit apart and gave Daniel the bigger half. As Daniel made a quiet but appreciative, mm, the sliding door at the rear of the trawler's cabin opened with a crash. Wipe your top lip, Leon said anxiously as he chewed fast and flicked chocolate flakes off his shirt. If he sees us eating, we're dead. As Leon zipped Ning's pack and swallowed the evidence of his crime, Instructor Speak stepped onto the lilting deck. Everything about Speak said hard man, from the wraparound sunglasses and shaved black head to the mirror-shined size 14 combat boots on his feet. Sleep well, maggots, Speaks boomed, cracking a smile as he woke Ning with a dig in the ribs. On your feet, line up at the double. Sleepy eyes blurred as Ning disentangled herself from the fishing gear and both shoulders burned where her pack had rubbed them raw on the previous afternoon's speed march. When Speaks closed up, Ning expected a shove for being slow, but his arm delved past her into the rope mound and swooped on the wrapper from a pack of Jaffa cakes. Speaks held it up for inspection, jaw agape in mock horror. 
Ning realised one of the twins must have swiped it from her pack and glanced back to scowl at them. Well, well, Speak said as the three trainees attempted to stand in line on the swaying deck. A serious breach of the rules. Mr. Kazakov, come look at this.